Welcome to the GoZen.com Mindful Minutes Podcast with host Rini Jane. In just a few minutes, you get the tools to take an anxious child from fear to freedom. Peace is within reach. Hey, this is Rini with GoZen, and thanks so much for joining me on today's episode. I'm so excited to talk about what we're going to talk about today, which is eight ways you can help reduce your child's anxiety or stress levels within 60 seconds. So I don't think there's any magic pill, right? I'm not giving you any magic pills. I always say there's no one-size-fits-all magic pill solution for anxiety or really most things in life. There are, however, some research-based methods that work for many people, including children, in a variety of situations. And because these things that I'm going to talk about are so quick to implement, and may work for them, why not try it, right? For long-term relief, I always recommend some sort of cognitive behavioral techniques to manage worry. And before I get into this, I also wanna say, you know, only do these things if it makes sense for your child from a medical perspective. Obviously, I'm not a medical professional, and it makes sense for your child because they're comfortable doing this, and so are you as a family. So let's dive right into these eight ideas. Number one, breathing. Now, don't roll your eyes. Everyone is always like, oh, breathing, deep breathing. You know, it's like the elixir for life and I don't get it. So let's just revisit this breathing idea and why people are always talking about the benefits of breathing as it relates to reducing stress and anxiety. We often think of the mind as a control center right? that commands our body. So for example, if I want to type on my computer, my mind is sending out signals that culminate in my fingers actually typing on a keyboard and words appearing on a screen. So my mind is controlling my body. Here's the thing we forget. The process works in reverse. The body sends messages to the mind all the time. It's a feedback circle. So you can approach stress and anxiety from the body perspective, right? And how do we do this? with deep breathing. Rapid and shallow breathing are often part of what happens when someone is experiencing anxiety. So deliberately altering your breathing to be deeper and slower can reverse the response. So for 60 seconds with your child, breathe in deeply, have them breathe in through their nose, and then exhale through their mouth and do it for a minute. This kind of breathing sends a message from your body, listen, we don't need to be in fight or flight mode. We don't need to be in panic. There's no danger. The body is telling you now you can go back into rest and digest mode. And the great thing is, is if you practice this when your child is calm, it'll train their nervous system to relax more quickly. Number two on the list, what can you do, right, in 60 seconds or less to help your child when they're really feeling anxious? Drink water. Have them drink water. So we all know that a big percentage of our body, between 55 and 75% of our bodies are made up of water, as is 85% of our brain. Our bodies and brain need water to function. Unfortunately, most of us are chronically dehydrated. In fact, by the time you're thirsty, you're already a little dehydrated. And research shows that even mild dehydration, like one and a half to two percent, can affect mental well-being and increase anxiety. There was a super interesting study where students who brought in a drink of water to their testing hall 
scored nearly 10% better than those who did not. And as always, if you want to find the research behind what I'm talking about and learn more about this episode, you can visit us at gozen.com forward slash podcast and you'll see the research behind what I'm discussing. Okay, so what is all this drinking water? What do we do, right? At the onset of your child feeling anxious, grab a glass of water, ask them to take sips of water. And as the days go on, you know, you would want to have your child properly hydrated. A lot of kids and even adults don't like to drink water. It's a chore. So you need to be creative and make it fun. Fill a bottle of water. Once it's empty, you can do a silly dance. You know, have your child do a silly dance to commemorate drinking the water. You can try infusing water with fruits and vegetables. Try sparkling water that's flavored, right? That's, you know, no sugar added, obviously, just flavored water. Set an alarm to drink at the top of every hour, put water in a funny cup, drink water on a particular cue. There's lots of different things you can do to make drinking water a little more exciting so that your child stays properly hydrated. Number three on the list, hugs. Let us not undervalue hugging. You've probably heard in the news recently that there are studies out showing that hugs can protect against the flu. It's true, they act as a protective force against illness. That's how powerful hugging is. Because what a hug does is it releases because what a hug does is it releases oxytocin or the love hormone responsible for social bonding. And it also decreases stress hormone release, such as cortisol. Hugging someone that you trust or love, even holding hands with someone that you love, can melt stress away. So when your child is feeling anxious, if they're willing to accept a hug, try a long hug. Most of us hug for three to five seconds. That's, you know, pretty average hug. Try a 20-second hug. This allows enough time for the release of that beneficial oxytocin hormone, and it just feels good. Number four, mindfulness. Be mindful. Teach your child mindfulness. So there's a mindfulness revolution. Again, this is like the deep breathing. Oh my God, I've heard so much about mindfulness. I don't really get it. We don't need to make it so complicated, right? Research shows that about 47% of the time, we're thinking about something other than what we're doing. We're thinking about the present and we're thinking about the past. We're thinking about the future. And that's where anxiety and stress reside. The past and future are more likely to trigger anxiety than focusing on the present. So try this with your kids. Just a simple sensory exercise. What are they touching? What are they smelling? What are they seeing? What do they hear? What do they taste? If you can get them into the space where for one minute you're just talking about your senses, you will bring them into the present and bring them out of what if, what if, what if this happens in the future to what is happening right now. It's a quick way to relieve stress and anxiety. Witness love. Number five on the list. What does that mean? There was an interesting study asking participants to look at pictures representing love and support. Then they used functional magnetic resonance imaging or an fMRI to measure how the brain responded to those images. And it turns out viewing pictures of others being cared for can soothe anxiety. And for those who are especially anxious, the pictures can be even more effective. So what's the lesson from this? Give your child pictures to carry on their phone if they have a phone or physically carry that show them that they are loved and cared for or others are loved and cared for. Have a variety of pictures so they don't adapt too quickly to this type of intervention, but 
It's an amazing, this is an amazingly simple tool that they can use and anywhere they can do it themselves. Number six on the list, help your child reframe stress. A little stress is okay in all of our lives. We have set the bar way too high on stress that we want to live stress-free lifestyles, but stress serves a purpose. In fact, there's something known as eustress or good stress. And what we know from studies is the simple act of making your child aware that there's good stress can help relieve their stress. So what that means is that your child's mindset regarding what's going on with them, their anxiety, their stress levels, that influences how their mind and body react to it. So what can you do from a practical perspective? Help them find the silver lining in some things. For example, if they're about to take a test, have them say to themselves, hey, a little anxiety, a little stress is actually helping me on this test. My body's giving me a little burst of energy and extra focus. So find a little silver lining. Reframing stress can help. Number seven, help your child keep it real. Part and parcel of anxiety is really distorting reality, exaggerating. I'm sure you've heard your children exaggerating, you know, all the things that can happen or have happened. This is built into our systems from an evolutionary perspective. If we think about it, stress and worry is what kept the cave person attuned to the saber-toothed cat lurking in the bush. And to make sure we were really paying attention, the mind often exaggerated the object of our worry. So mistaking a stick for a snake, for example, to keep us safe. This tendency and these tendencies, they leave an imprint on us, right? They're still with us. So magnifying what goes wrong or might go wrong, this is part of what we do. This is part of our nature. It's a common distortion or cognitive distortion, distortion of reality. So one of the best ways to bring your child back from a distorted reality and exaggeration is to have them ask this question. They have an anxious thought, have them pause and ask this question to themselves. Is that statement true? Then for a minute, have them write down the evidence that it is true or it's not true on a piece of paper. Put their lawyer hat on, you know, if they understand that, if they understand what an attorney is, say you're a lawyer and you have to collect evidence or you're a detective and you have to collect evidence and I want you to write down why this statement is true. This will help bring them back to reality. It'll help them keep it real. Finally, laughter. Oh, laughter, 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 laughter. It's such an amazing thing, right? The benefits of laughter are so well documented. In fact, there's an entire field dedicated to the science, gelatology. It was pioneered by William F. Fry of Stanford University. He's a psychiatrist, and some of his findings are pretty amazing. Laughter can relax muscles improve respiration and circulation, stimulate endorphins, which are the body's natural painkillers, decrease stress-related hormones, and laughter, if you laugh for a little while, like a real belly laugh, that can last for up to 45 minutes. The benefits can last up to 45 minutes after you've laughed. Here's the thing as well. Laughter and anxiety don't go well together. They don't play well together. It's very hard to feel that stress response when you're laughing. And here's the other thing. There is no distinguishing between a fake and real laugh for your mind and body. Can't tell the difference. You're still going to get the benefits. In fact, they founded something called laughter yoga and the founder, Dr. Madan Kataria, is very funny, of course. He says, you don't have to wait for anything to happen. No jokes, no humor, no comedy. Laughter is a choice. So try this exercise that he suggests. Clap 
in rhythm while playfully saying ho, ho, ha, ha, ha. And if you do it right now while you're listening to this, you'll probably crack yourself up because it is pretty funny. You can teach it to your kids or teach them another version of just laughing because the science is validating the adage that laughter is the best therapy. So these are eight things you can try. I hope you try them. And I hope you also reach out to us with other things that have worked for you. Thanks so much for tuning in. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the GoZen.com Mindful Minutes podcast with host Rini Jane. Come back for more practical and powerful tips to take a child from fear to freedom. Remember, peace is within reach.